Hello there, and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent, and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashoms, who's currently in Sweden for a few weeks away from South Africa, and by Stuart Weir in the UK. Today we catch up with the FIFA Women's World Cup as Cameroon are flying the flag high for Africa in the knockout stage and also the FIFA Under-20 World Cup where Senegal and Mali both got as far as the semi-final stage. Also the qualifiers for the 2017 Africa Cup of Nations started last weekend and the Gambia made a bright start with a nil-nil draw away to South Africa. We hear from the Scorpions' new golden boy, Modu Barrow, on his decision to play for the Gambia and on life at English club Swansea City, where he's played alongside Wilfred Bonney. Everybody know him, he's strong, he's a class player, you know, so it, it makes things even simple, you know, when you play like uh, with players like Bonnie and... Well, that's all coming up, but our first stop on the show is the FIFA Women's World Cup and debutantes Cameroon will play China on Saturday night in a second round match at the tournament in Canada. Ivory Coast, also there for the first time, lost all three of their games, going down 10-0 to Germany in their opener. And Nigeria were in a very tough group with three of the top ten ranked nations. That's the USA, Australia and Sweden. And the Super Falcons came bottom of the group with just one point. Your thoughts on the Women's World Cup, Solomon? It was really a tough group for the almost young Nigerian side. A lot of the players from the under-21 that got to the final of the female World Cup last time around uh, made it through and a lot was expected of them uh, so they have to really just get the experience and but our hope uh, as Africans lie with Cameroon who has been doing so well Cameroon was at the Olympic Games in 2012 and uh, they collected a lot of experience it just shows that look it, with the right resources with the right uh, ways and, and, and support definitely women's uh, football in Africa could go a long way Yes, and I remember seeing Cameroon beat Ghana in the final of the women's football tournament at the 2011 All-Africa Games in Mozambique. So it's been great progress for the indomitable Lionesses. At the Women's World Cup, group wins over Ecuador, 6-0, a 2-1 win over Switzerland and a 2-1 defeat to the group winners, Japan. So we wish Cameroon all the best in their round of 16 game against China on Saturday night. Uh, The FIFA Under-20 World Cup ends on Saturday. Uh, All four African teams made it to the round of 16. Nigeria went down 1-0 to Germany there. Mali knocked out Ghana with a fantastic 3-0 win. And Mali and Senegal went all the way to the semi-finals. Senegal lost 5-0 to Brazil there. And Mali went down 2-1 to Serbia after extra time. So neither of those could make it through to the final. But uh, a great tournament for Africa. Yes, to see Senegal and Mali doing so well and playing the way that they played has just been really uh, great. Senegal is one of the teams that I've underachieved for me, uh, but with this generation of players that are playing in this youth championship, I hope it's going to be able to open a lot of resources for the national team to pick from. And uh, for Mali, I think it's been a good run from them, and uh, we've been looking forward to young players who will take over from uh, the veteran Seydou Keita, who plays for AS Roma, one-time Barcelona. Himself, he played in the 
uh, on the 20 World Cup, I remember, in Nigeria uh, in the 1990s, and he's a product of that. So we hope to see younger players coming through. But for the Nigerian side, they, they couldn't just really get it together. Indeed. Well, it's a, such a busy period of international football. We've got qualifiers for the 2016 African Nations Championship this weekend. Last weekend, we had the start of the qualifiers for the 2017 Africa Cup of Nations. Just picking out a few results there, Solomon. Ghana began their campaign with a 7-1 win over Mauritius. Tunisia beat Djibouti 8-1, but Cameroon needed a late goal to beat Mauritania 1-0, while the Gambia held South Africa to a 0-0 draw in Durban. The shock from the result of the AFCON 2017 qualifiers is definitely the game in Durban between South Africa and Gambia. And picking one point against a one-time African champions, Bafana Bafano, I think it's a great result for them. And, and it's good to see how they, they could progress from that group. And for Bafana Bafana, you know, it's the same story all over again. When they went for AFCON earlier this year, uh, they couldn't just get a point, you know. Uh, and they struggled all the way through, uh, not qualifying out of that round, still, still rebuilding, even with the likes of Tulani Sirero from Ajax Amsterdam back in the team. So it's not really a good result for them. But to see uh, Cameroon also, for me, they struggled a bit against Mauritania, uh, getting that one goal at the very end of the game. You know, you would expect that Cameroon would, you know, get a comfortable win against uh, Mauritania, which is not to be. Ghana, a great one there, you know, uh, scoring uh, seven goals against Mauritius, a brace from Andre Ayew and also the captain of the side, uh, Samoa Jang, a great one for them. They continue from where they stopped last time around. Uh, remember, they got to the final of AFCON uh, earlier this year. So it's just a case of really uh, keeping the momentum and, and, and making sure that they keep that dream right in, in front of their eyes. And uh, shocking and also surprising was how Nigeria won 2-0 against uh, Chad. Uh, the first goal was uh, through a penalty kick. It wasn't a comfortable win for Nigeria. They struggled uh, in Kaduna. Uh, they struggled against the pitch. They struggled against uh, maybe the, the, the weather. But, but even the play in itself was not really comfortable. I, I wonder what uh, Stephen Keshi uh, would uh, make out of it because that was his first game, uh, official first game since he came back from about eight months away and negotiating contracts and rumors that he was sacked or not. But, but it's good to see him back. But, you know, a few players coming in and also some old players like Hamid Musa, uh, you know, coming back and trying to make things happen. And Nigeria don't have the time to see how they could rebuild and, and do a whole lot of stuff, especially when you're going to be facing uh, Egypt in the same group. So I guess it's that time that Nigeria will really need to put his house in order. And I hope that Stephen Keshi would be able to do that. Well, certainly some interesting results uh, at the start of Nations Cup qualifying. So the Gambia made a promising start to their campaign with a nil-nil draw away to South Africa. The Gambia have a new coach, Raoul Savoy, from Switzerland, and striker Modu Barrow of Swansea City played for the Scorpions, having committed to play for the Gambia rather than for Sweden. Planet Sport Football Africa's Mamadou Ba spoke to 22-year-old Barrow about his career so far, which has seen him play against teams like Arsenal and to play alongside Ivory Coast star striker Wilfred Bonny. Firstly asked about his decision to play for the Gambia rather than for Sweden. I have lived in Sweden for 11 years and I have lived in Gambia 11 years, but my family is from here and this is my home. You know, and I'm going to come back anyway after the life of football, you know. So... No, it's been it's been okay to be honest. 
No. It wasn't any pressure for me to choose Gambia. Well, when the decision came, uh, you know, what comes to the mind of many Gambians, you know, is the game that you play against Arsenal. Many believe, you know, the Gambia has in its position now a better player that can deliver against any stronger team in the world. Do you believe that? No, it's like I say, you know, we have, uh, we play as a team, you know, we have 11 players on the pitch and we're going to work hard and give our best, like, for the for the people and for the country. So we have really good players, you know, you know we have really, really good players and we have good uh, dialogue with the players, you know. We train together. We are like friends and family in the camp here. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So it looks like it's going to be uh, going to be a strong team for us. It's no no big deal about that one. Yeah, at Swansea, to reflect back at your performance in, in Swansea. No, like I say, you know, I play with the, the like top class players, you know, in Swansea and in England, mm-hmm. and uh, they are really good at uh, at what they are doing. You know, like Bonnie, he says everybody know him. He's strong. He's a class player, you know. So it, it makes things even simple, you know, when you play like uh, with players like Bonnie and Sigerson and some of them in Swansea. Um, you don't just choose the Gambia as your your nation that you are going to play for, but you also came with a proposal or you, with, with a project that is going to develop Gambians. That's the Swansea Academy, if I am right, set by Modu Baroseka, which some time ago was launched. Why do you come with this huge plan for the Gambia? When I was young, you know, I see it a lot here, you know, I learned a lot because there's uh, some talented players here in Gambia. They don't have chance to go anywhere. But uh, if you watch the games and the boys here in Gambia, they are really good players. They are really good players, but they don't have opportunity or chances. So it's just to try my best to give others chance too, mm-hmm. you know. My mom is not here. My dad is here. My mom passed away when I was 11. Sorry, sorry for that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's fine. You know. So for me, what my mom learned me, if, if you have a chance or opportunity, just try to help, you know. And that's what I'm trying to do. And do my best so that, and I hope I can help as much as possible. So that's Gambia and Swansea City striker Modu Barrow speaking to Mamadou Ba. Now, our European football expert, Stuart Weir, joins us from the UK now. And Swansea have two Africans on their books right now, Stuart. Uh, that's Barrow and the highly rated uh, Ghana midfielder, Andre Dede Ayou. Swansea City is probably a team that not a lot of people know a great deal about. Uh, first of all, they're in Wales, not actually in England, even though they play in the English Premier League. Um, and if you go back seven years, they were in League One, which is the third tier of football. Then they got promoted, spent three years in the championship, and they've only been in the premiership for the last four years. But they've done amazingly well, you know, given that the promoted teams are always the favourites to be relegated. They finished 11th, 9th and 12th. And then last year, an amazing eighth position. They won the League Cup in 2013 and have been in the Europa League. Another thing a lot of people like about them is that Gary Monk, their manager, you know, was uh, an interim manager when uh, Michael Laudrup left. And they've given him the job permanently without any real great pedigree in management before that. He's an old Swansea player having played 200 games for them. They've put faith in the local man and he's done brilliantly. Now, the one thing that people might know about Swansea City is, of course, that Wilfred Bonney was there for two years, scoring 25 goals in his 54 um, games there. But, you know, to team, they, they only get crowds of about 20,000. 
but they have done amazingly well. They really punch above their weight, as we say. And now they've got two African players. Now, um, Modo Barra, of course, was there last season. Uh, he only got one start, but came off the bench ten times, having previously played for various teams in Sweden, without, to be honest, really setting Swedish football alight. But, you know, uh, it's a team that will not be buying uh, several multi-million signings, so there's a chance for him to establish himself. Uh, and now, of course, we have Henri Ayou, uh, the Ghanaian, who has come from Marseille. And now he has been a, a regular in the Marseille team, uh, scored 43 goals in 160 games there. So I think he's a real quality signing. been at Mar- Marseille for eight years and he's, he's only 25. So I think he's got great potential. If he can just make the adjustment uh, for the Premiership, I think he can be a real asset. Thanks very much to Stuart Weir in the UK and we look forward to an exciting 2015-2016 season in England for Modu Baru and for Andre Dedeayou at Swansea City. Let's go to Facebook and WhatsApp now, and we've been asking for your reaction to the Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers played last weekend. And from the Gambia, Malik Sisse says, well done to our Scorpions. You've made us proud. It's our time. Lee Sisse, also in the Gambia, says congrats to our darling Scorpions for getting a point in Durban against the much-fancied South Africa. Dan Ogega says Uganda showed their class by overcoming Botswana, while Kenya defied all pessimism to get a point against AFCON quarter-finalist Congo. Also, Dan says Ghana are on course to cement their heavyweight status in the continental arena. Kings Kondoi in Malawi says, I didn't watch the games, but I didn't enjoy it because Malawi lost 2-1 to Zimbabwe. Maybe I have to wait for the next game. Well, sorry about that, Kings. There was much a celebration here in Zimbabwe with the, the unexpected victory for the Warriors of Zimbabwe. Amadou Mane says that Tunisia and Ghana were playing basketball with those big margins. And congrats to the Gambia for bringing a point back home. Musa Sisse in the Gambia says it wasn't a very good game of football, but a positive result considering the time the team and the coach have had to spend together. Lamin Saidi says, I'm a bit happy with the Gambia, but they should redouble their efforts because the group is hard. Also congratulating the Gambia are Kabiro Daboe, Ebrima Kante, Lamin Sonko, Demba Sisse, and a Sisor So who says bravo the Gambia. Thanks so much for all of those comments and this week we'd love to hear your reaction to this weekend's 2016 African Nations Championship qualifiers. This the competition for the home-based players only. Senegal take on the Gambia in a big game in West Africa. In the Central East Zone, Tanzania play Uganda and Ethiopia take on Kenya. And among other fixtures here in Harare, we've got Zimbabwe taking on the Comoros Islands. So do give us your reaction after the game. Send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. We'll go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Also, you can follow us on Twitter. The address is at Planet Sport FA. You can keep in touch with news about the programme and other African football news. That's at Planet Sport FA. So from me, Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe, from Solomon Ashams and Stuart Weir, thanks a lot for listening. You can find us online at planetsport.tv and Planet Sport Football Africa is a passion for sport production.